Driving that train, reading Mark Twain. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. Don't you know, L.A. Park, I'm losing my mind. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Vandal Drummond. Uh, the other hippie. The other hippie, yes. I am <laughs> no. an Othro hippie uh, with Alfredo Esparza and... Uh, well, so much to talk about right now. This is uh, another edition of Lucha World, and uh, yeah, the, uh, hip- hippieism is the theme in this. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more about it. Later. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, so much going on, and uh, I guess I should call this Fredo's Lucha World show because he is so up on everything and. I have watched hardly anything, although it is such an exciting time in Lucha Libre. Anything we didn't watch, we just pretend to. Exactly. We're we're just going to start pretending. I'm going to imagine I've seen. Yes. Which makes sense because I uh, got uh, back about a week ago from Cauliflower Alley, and uh, I was imagining all sorts of things because it was one beautiful hallucinatory uh, trip uh, from start to finish. Uh The beautiful thing about Vegas is you don't have to drive anywhere, so you can just imbibe and vape or whatever you want to do, and uh, it's beautiful. I, uh, I had a really, really wonderful time. There was uh, no male mascaras, though, right? There was no. There were so many people absent this year, uh, yeah. especially in the Lucha Libre phase. No male mascaras, no Mondo Guerrero. Wow. He's been there almost every year. Uh, Ario Romero was at last year's. Uh, but he's not a he's not a regular. He's not a regular. But I was kind of hoping he would he would be. Um, Terry Funk, uh, you know, was not there. He's getting an operation, isn't he, or something? That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard he made one appearance in New York and felt he couldn't really make two in such a short amount of time. <laughs> uh, but saw a lot of lot of really wonderful people. Uh, my uh, dear friend Karen Merritt, uh, uh, Tom Burke, who got me my first press pass back in 1979. Met a lot of really cool people. Um, I think I was barely crawling in 1979. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a. It's not why, a. Why, I, I hope. I hope you were like a, like about one year old. I hope you weren't seven or eight. That would alarm me if that was the case. It, it's not a Lucha World or Slam and Stand podcast without me <laughs> trying to like make you sound older, way older. <laughs> uh, also, the MPW uh, crew was there, I, consisting of uh, Logan X. Uh, our dear friend uh, Tex Tunney and the uh, ever fun Whiskey Fists Macintosh hung out with them. It was it was great having them along. Um, 
And also somebody there who's a regular who I just want to bring up uh, momentarily is Art Williams, who uh, is the guy that I call the unsung hero of Southern California territorial wrestling because he is probably the least recognized name in Southern California wrestling history. So you, need, you needed me at Las Vegas to say, who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would, would have made your week, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Art Williams is a guy who, uh, you know, did probably, for years was a referee, uh, ring announcer, did probably every wow. non-wrestling job. And he's somebody that I would call the goodwill ambassador because, you know, there was a lot of people who worked for the LaBelle promotion, uh who kind of didn't give the fans the time of day. Um, but two people who were really good to the fans were Art Williams and Jeff Walton. And Art Williams especially went out of his way to talk to us fans, even when we were asking him 101 <laughs> dumb questions. Uh, <laughs> but the reason I bring him up is uh, Dan Farron's uh, California podcast is... California Classic, classic Wrestling yeah. Podcast. <laughs> I sound like an old man. California, <laughs> California show, yes. California show yeah. will be on next week, and uh, we'll have Colonel this is Sanders. the Lucha. This is Lucha show. <laughs> but we are going to be setting up an interview with Art Williams, and if you sit down and talk with Art, he he has so much to tell about the history of uh, Southern California wrestling. So, uh, and uh, the other joke here is we're speaking into our trusty MP3 recorder. Uh, I stopped by Fredo's to bring it with me to Cauliflower Alley uh, in case there was an opportunity for it's some not, great interviews. It's not the first time we do this, too. We take this thing yes. everywhere. We never interview anyone. <laughs> we, I know. It's so true. Or the batteries run yeah. bad. There's always some comedy of errors going on. Uh, I, I was in such a haze that uh, I... <laughs> that, uh, uh, I probably wouldn't have known how to operate the thing. And besides that, there was not a big lucha presence there. Although, I do kick myself. I wish I just recorded uh, some sound bites of my friend Karen Merritt. Uh, she has the cutest uh, Texas dialect, and I actually wish I put it on MP3 just to put it on the show, even it's not Lucha-related. It's wrestling-related. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's well, she was, a, she was a worker in the 80s. Really cool chick. Um, and I, I should have just had her read a Lucha report or yeah, something Yeah, yeah. Like you could have done that. Well... Okay. You'll have to do. You'll have to invite her up to one of the other podcasts. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, Fredo, you're going to come to Cauliflower next year, no, aren't okay. you? That's maybe, maybe. Maybe. Okay, maybe. That's a maybe. That's a maybe. It's I want everybody to email Fredo and say you must go. Okay. Uh, on to Lucha. <laughs> you're done with Las Vegas. Well, I, I didn't. I, but there's no. There was really not not a lot of Lucha. I just wanted to do... Yeah, there wasn't really a lot of Lucha-related stuff. No, it was a wonderful time. Uh, I understand totally why uh, people love DDP. Yeah. Diamond Dallas There's Page. a Lucha. He was in AAA. That's like, true. That's the first and time And the I, guy he's helping was in AAA, too. Was this a, is true. Yeah. Well, and I was even briefly... Uh, with You know, that was when I was briefly uh, with Ron Scholar uh, booking the local talent when yeah. they were on those shows. Uh, so you booked DDP, basically. Yeah, I, wish, I wish I could brag that. I wish I could brag about yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> did you did you get to see him back then? Or yes, yeah. Well, the, the funniest thing I ever saw was uh, you know that was when Jake had that cobra. Yeah, and uh, we're back in the dressing room area, and in the sports arena there are several dressing rooms, and then a, a whole area where every all the wrestlers and crew hung out outside. Yeah, and uh, you see Chavo Guerrero go into the dressing room. Uh, 
and about three minutes later, you hear this scream, and Chavo is running out of the dressing room, screaming, la- laughing at the same time, not not in absolute horror, but. And then you see Jake chasing him with a cobra. Oh, jeez! <laughs> it was like two junior high kids having yeah. a prank. It was yeah. real. It was funny. Um, Too bad they couldn't do that at Cauliflower. <laughs> they did. Yeah, yeah. I think it was mock fear. Chavo yeah. looked like he was half scared, but half. So how, how did Jake look? Jake looked good. Yeah, Jake compared good. to what he looked like. Gave, yeah, gave a very moving speech. The uh, uh, most moving story. Well, one, the whole, everything that Diamond Dallas Page said was very moving. Uh, but there was one uh, off microphone happening that, uh, I, where he's always on my good guy list. There, I, I met a fan there who had a ticket to uh, the show. He had a ticket stub to the show that he was at live when uh, DDP won the WCW title. Oh, really? And wow. he was talking to me earlier saying, yeah, I hope he signs it. And I'm going, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't. And, yeah. Um, I guess he went up to Diamond Dallas Page and showed him the ticket stub and uh, asked if he could sign it. And uh, Diamond Dallas Page knew exactly what date that was, gave the guy a big hug. Oh, wow. And just said, thank you. Thank you so much for being a fan. That's cool. And uh, so, yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah. So anybody else? Book. Anybody you you hated at this? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm trying to think. Trying to think you notice how I try to bring in like the negatives? Okay, I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, he wasn't there. He wasn't. He wasn't there. there. He wasn't there. He wasn't. Um, that guy was there, but I can't comment on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a fun one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Oh, and also just want to give a big thanks to Eric Schmiel for uh, including me in a lot of uh, cauliflower, uh, you know, activities, buying me a couple of beers, and. That's why you couldn't use the audio. That's recorder. right. That's right. It's Eric Schmiel's yeah. fault. You would have lost it. <laughs> no, no. Or you would have recorded some. <laughs> no, I'm doing. You that. know what I was thinking? I go. Can you imagine if we would have like done a slam and stand with you over there in Las Vegas? Oh. Remember that that one show you did? We did when you at the bowling alley. What, yes. you know what they have oh a bowling alley at Gold Coast. They have a motherfucking bowling alley. I think Gold. I think that show was the downfall we of that podcast. Do, no, no, no. That that was where it could have gone sky high. They have a bowling alley at the motherfucking Gold Coast. We should do a slam and stand. I can only imagine there. poor Dan having to like go through that whole ooh, thing again. Ooh, ooh. I'll, try to, <laughs> I'll try to get my friend Mamacita could to come with us. Yeah. Remember she did those great sound bites on that show? <laughs> I, I try to forget. Oh, God. Oh, we've got a future, baby. Yeah, that... We've got a future. Well, we got to get to AAA now. Yeah, let's get to the big biggest news is... Well, actually, the biggest news was actually La Park quitting, but we got to go first to the... The beginning, I guess, more or less. You're right. I'm getting overexcited about the L.A. Park. The, the, they had a show called the Gran, Gran Sorpresa, the big mm-hmm. surprise, on April 15th. And you, we weren't really expecting like a lot of surprises. I wasn't, at least. You know, because usually you just like, get one. But um, the Cubs fan had mentioned that there was going to be a surprise. He knew something a little sooner than everybody else. Although I don't think the surprise he was expecting ended up happening. Really? I think it was some. He they were like planning something else. Oh, do you know what it was? Uh, he didn't tell me. Okay. I could ask, but I don't really. Eh, no I don't like to interrupt. I don't no like biggie. to. <laughs> I don't want to bug him too much. He he works too hard. Um, the, the, well, the big surprise for this show was that Blue Demon Junior showed up and announced that he was now signing a contract with um, AAA, and he would be part of the promotion. And then he then introduced. Another big surprise, which ended up being Axel, mm, who happens to be the grandson. the grandson of Santo, 
who, for anybody who doesn't know the history about this, um, he started like back in 2003, 2004. He was um, wrestling as Axel, the grandson of Santo, for indie shows and all these different different places. And I guess it got it got a whole it got to the word got to Elijo Santo, and he wasn't very happy about it, so he sued him. <laughs> <laughs> So, that seems to be a, a Santo family trait. Yeah, so he Let's started. Sue somebody. Well, first he complained about it. Then he basically uh-huh. told me he couldn't use it. Then I guess he kind of sued him. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> when Santo went on the outs with um, Hijo Santo went on the outs with um, CMLL, CMLL decided to pay him back by bringing an Axel. This was back like in two thousand eight, right, two thousand nine, okay. I think. And so Santo got pissed at CMLL for doing that. <laughs> And then, but the the thing is, like Axel, he, I saw him when he was working indie shows. He was basically at best, he was average. That's what I had heard. Yes. When he went to CMLL, he just seemed he was in it. He wasn't in the league, like in their level. Mm-hmm. So he didn't last. Right. So then now he's in AAA, and I, I I get the feeling this was basically them taking a shot at Hijo Santo. Yes. And I guess Hijo Santo ended up paying them back the other way later, <laughs> which we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> but um. Although it wasn't Santo who did it, more or less. Yeah. Now, the is, it, is it the type? Of, is the type of thing? Is he? Well, he might not be in their league. Is, in, is it the type of thing? In where AAA, uh huh. Because they do storylines. Yeah. He works a little better there. Good. Okay. It's, That's what I was gonna say. He. It's not like he had no, messed no, up anything. No. It's it like in CML. It's a lot about work rate. And you could really tell, like, fans aren't going to accept you. If you're a technical and you can't work, or yes. you can't do a really flashy high spot, mm-hmm. you're basically not going to be a, a big name. Gotcha. Whereas in AAA, they'll do a little, they'll do, like, I mean, they have Cibernetico working mm-hmm. in there. They have, um, they still have the other Parka, who's basically not, he's not any good in the ring, so. Mm-hmm. Right. So he should be fine, as long as he's not, I don't know he's, if he's going to be at that level. But I think they're basically using him to elevate the, their guys. Gotcha. So that's how it's going to end up. And it's there to like just pick at... Um, that's Hijo, part of the so That's basically it. I know sometimes I think it's absolutely silly that they do it, but it is part of the business. And I, I bet you I bet you, if we were promoters... We, We'd probably do this all the time. Exactly, We'd exactly. be like, fuck you guys. We're bringing in our, our own fake I think Mystico have, and fake Santo, fake Conan. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I think if you have that... Ability to pull a lever. You imagine if I pull a lever. Like I I tell people, imagine if I was running CMLL, I would be like coming up with all these fake AAA guys. I would have came up with like the fake Dorian Roldan and stuff like that. That would have been horrible. I I think instead of Axel, they should call him, uh, they should have his name be in no way related to Santo. They should just call him like asshole or have him wear like a a Santo mask. (laughs) You have Santo as asshole. But um, it's, it's, I think it's fine because it just adds. It's more of an insider type of thing, so everybody that's yes. more inside gets it. Whereas the fans are, with it. I think the fans kind of see, oh, it's Santo's gr- grandson. You know, it's a big deal. Right. But I mean, once the other Santo, the other grandson yeah. starts working, it probably changes it. I bit. always think it's okay to do a little inside thing like yeah. that, as long as it's, you're not doing it to the point where fans are and it wasn't the, and not and it wasn't what's the focal on. point. The focal point was Blue Demon Junior mm-hmm. signed, and then Conan and Dorian Roldan came back. Cool. That was the other angle. Conan mm-hmm. confronted Blue Demon Jr., and I guess that might actually end up being a match down the road, which is going to mm-hmm. be like, I mean, I'm not sure that's the match. Like, if you want, I mean, if it's a short match, it's fine, but if it's something that's going to be long, you're going to. Right, right. I mean, there's, there's ways they could work around it. It's AAA. I mean, they're going to have cluster Oh, they, I mean, they, 
they know who's not going to be their main event exactly. workers. You know, they know this will be like your third to the top match that people are there just no, to see. They are, the, they are a unique product in Mexico, and they know how to work it very well. I mean, uh, you know, they can u- use guys like Blue Demon Junior in the correct way. Yeah, yeah. And he's working well with Mesías and um, Tejano Jr. and, cool. and yeah. L.A. Park, but we'll get to him later. Yeah, L.A. But, Park and a few. Blue, uh, what was I going to say? Um, it has been ages since I've seen him work, actually. I think the, you know, the last time I saw him work was, I think, when... Um, 1990. <laughs> when, when he and Adam 19... Pierce were wrestling each other. Well, that wasn't that long ago. That was like 2007, maybe? Yeah. 2008? Yeah. Probably. But that, that's the only thing I've seen, so... Yeah. I'm the king. That's of the fine. You're close. That's that's close <laughs> enough. There's some people who haven't seen anything like in just like the mid '90s. Um, they also um, they also announced this is the other thing. They just they just made a little like did a little like pick at um, mm-hmm. Hijo Santo. Now they got to go after CMLL. Right. So they had Blue Demon Junior announced that he was bringing the Leyenda Sul belt with him <laughs> so he had his own belt with blue demon's face on it awesome. <laughs> which is hilarious and i guess they're gonna have like a tournament i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know if it's a championship met you know a championship that's gonna be part of it or just a tournament which would be funny if it was a tournament because it's a it's another way to dig at um yeah at CMLL. You get little dig you get your little kick to the yeah other so um they're doing that which this is, is a huge year for Lucha Libre all around, am I right? I mean, every week there's something going on. Yeah, in every promotion. And then there's, like, all these guys working in other places, too, yes. now. Like, like I don't remember there being so many guys working in L.A. and El Paso. Yes. All these different, uh, Chicago, there's guys showing up in all these different places. We it's have like, scores of guys yeah, it's, it's uh, weird. coming in. Yeah. Um, for, you know, some yeah, and then the other big, the other, the other big angle from the Grand Sorpresa show was, um, at the there was a match between Perros del Mal and um, La Secta Bizarra, mm-hmm. and um, Axel ran out to attack La Secta Bizarra. Mm-hmm. So everybody thought he had turned heel. He, it, what ended up happening was he removed his mask, and it ended up being Ricky Marvin underneath the mask. Oh, oh sweet! So Ricky Marvin is now part of Perros del Mal. Sweet. So that's actually pretty cool. He he looks like he gained he gained a few pounds too. He looks like super crazy. I mean, he looks. I mean, I'm, I hope it's the shirt, but he looked really fat. Wow. Yeah, he gained Marvin, huh? he gained a he gained a few pounds. I guess I guess on a, a sad note, I guess he's still a great worker though. So. I guess on a sad note, when he'd bring up Paris Del Mal is uh, whatever happened to them? <laughs> oh, or the Hector Garza? Hector Garza, according to Steve Sims, he's really yeah. Everybody's been mentioning like there's been some wrestlers. I guess they talked to somebody there recently. Mm-hmm. Say so he's not doing good. That is really. I mean, I think it's yeah. lung cancer, isn't it? Yeah, and they caught. Did they catch it in the late stage? I don't know, but I, yeah. I, I, I was laughing because Doctor Lucha was like, was like saying like, "Why? Well, I, I don't. I'm no cancer expert." I'm like, "Well, there's Kurt Brown's spot <laughs> in the Lucha Libre. He, he has he has some background in. I chemo, had some cancer in chemotherapy. Yeah, you should call in like when I had cancer. <laughs> like Brian should Brian should be like, we have our cancer insider. That's right. Like that's the, right. You know, like the like, like in sports, they have the the person that handles um injuries. Yes, the doctor. Here's the doctor of <laughs> of, uh, of of cancer. <laughs> They can't yes. Yeah, well, apparently he's, he's doing bad. I mean, because they had his benefit show and he couldn't make well, it. I'm assuming. Um, but, but you don't know what... You know what I, I thought was like, when they say bad, Yeah. I think people kind of don't understand. There might be different levels of bad. One, he might be... There's a chance he might be looking really bad just from all the chemo and the radiation. <laughs> I think it's hard to tell unless you hear directly from him. I mean... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, when... when <laughs> You know, I, I had cancer, but I was so, so fortunate to have 
Uh, yeah, yeah, the good kind. The good cancer? <laughs> you know, what Larry David called the good cancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hodgkin's lymphoma. I was laughing because everybody, like, when Steve was saying that, I was thinking, about, well, he has the bad cancer. What do you expect? Right? Exactly. It's like these things that you're thinking is, that are funny, <laughs> but it's like that's the way people actually think. It's the, but you know, the good truth, kind. But there is truth to it because I, I... When you meet somebody, when you know somebody who's had cancer, that's how you view it. Exactly. Because there's, like, exactly. there's the good cancer or that's the bad there's cancer. There's ones that yeah. are harder to treat. Yeah. I remember when... Uh, I mean, when I went in there, I, I was just in awe of all the other patients because, I mean, I, it was no picnic what I had. Yeah. I, I had chemo every other week. and Just I, that alone, I mean. Yeah, it's... and I'm very thankful, very thankful. I didn't realize it until hindsight that my doctor opted not to do radiation on me. He yeah. said he didn't think it's necessary. Now, I later found out most doctors would just automatically do radiation. Wow. Which takes a lot more out of you. And the chemo... I mean, the chemo wasn't that easy. Was, that was the brief the brief run of Stone Cold Kurt Brown. That's right. <laughs> it looked more like... You should have had that, like, if you would have been able to wrestle with your bad ball. That should have been Stone Cold Vandal Drummond. <laughs> with my, well, with my bald head, I looked yeah. more like Hari Krishna Drummond. <laughs> I bet I could have gimmicked that pretty yeah. well, too. It, it, you know, the one good thing is that at least your head is... You know your head's shaped where it's like, yeah. if you go bald... You don't feel bad. You're not going to look I bad. I, yeah, yeah. I got to admit, it was fun to see. Yeah, I was like, hey, I don't look that bad. <laughs> I was like, because I remember when you showed up, I was like, hey, you don't look that bad. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Uh, oh, God, yeah. I, but when when I was in that cancer unit, the one thing that actually really just, I was in awe of all the people who had it, had a lot more uh, rough treatment, you know, thorough treatment than I had to have and were still keeping their chins up. Yeah. And, uh, and I imagine, so, I imagine like Hector Garza probably is similar in that way too, because he seems like a positive type of person. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's a good chance that he looks so terrible because a lot of people, when they have both the chemo and the radiation, you get sick as a dog. Yeah. I was very lucky in that um, in the last 15 years, they've come out with some anti-nausea meds for people on chemo uh, that... For some people, works amazingly well. Uh, I actually gained twenty pounds when I was on chemo. Wow! And the way my oncologist described it was: Do you recommend cancer for gain for gaining weight? <laughs> <laughs> that should be the next big. No, no, not really. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be good, especially since I didn't want to gain. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say the. You know, well, that's what I always thought. I was like, man, you. I remember when you would come over, and I'd be like, you don't look that bad. I mean, you actually look like. You looked like healthier. I think right now, though, like now that you can go to the gym, mm-hmm. you do look a little more ripped now. Like not. not well, like, yeah, yeah. That, that was the thing I not like. The most. Not ripped, like you know. I'm talking like you looked like you were more fit. Well, when you saw me when I had gained the weight when I had cancer, I was 195 pounds. I'm back down to 180 now. Uh, I'd like to be down to 170. You were like La Park thick back then. Yeah, that's right. Uh, exactly. Yeah, like like I, you, somebody bumped into you. It was like, damn. That's like, right. That's all right. Uh, the way my oncologist just explained it is there is a chemo drug that tends to make people really nauseous, okay. make them sick. Now, some of the anti-nausea drugs they've come out with in the past 15 years sometimes can squash that. Oh, wow. Now, if, and it, it works differently on different people, uh, if that one uh, drug that causes the nausea is negated... There's another chemo drug that actually stimulates the appetite. The oh, appetite. Wow. Did I say appetite? 
<laughs> and sure, I said, oh, wow, the appetite. That, was be, that must be some sort of medical term that I've never heard of. I'm glad I'm not a public speaker. Boy, would I be ridiculed. It's so funny that you're the one that actually is more of a public speaker than I am. <laughs> it's not being you that comes up with like these words like, what the hell? I know, I invent words. Yeah. I invent them. That That's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. Mm. But yeah, it stimulates your appetite. And... Uh, the the anti-nausea drugs worked beautifully with me. I never got sick, gained a lot of weight, and uh, some people aren't, you know, it's not so lucky. Some of them, especially ones doing radiation, you know, get really sick and will drop a lot of weight. Wow. Um, but I, I have a friend who uh, about a year ago started getting treatment, and uh, she's doing really well. But the same thing happened to her. Oh, it happened wow. to me. She gained a bunch of weight. Oh, and, uh, well, you know, and I could see that happening because I mean, yeah, when you're, it's a lot of like more of a, a lot of liquid or something. I mm-hmm. guess you're taking more liquid in. Yeah, so I'm hoping, uh, you know, good vibes and prayers to Hector Garza. Yeah, I, I hope, so. I hope he... such a such a wonderful like wrestler. Oh man, he's great. Always, he's great. you always hear positive things about him too as a person. So really, so, so he's, much. Yeah, he's a lot a of cool guy. A lot, yeah, a lot of rust, a lot of family in the in the wrestling business wow. too. Wow, wow, yeah, I and. It is really amazing, even compared to just 20 years ago, what they can do. I guess, you know, I think Ali Park was the one that actually ran the benefit show for Did him. Did he really? I, apparently, that might okay, have been... He's up, he was again, one of, he's up on my list even more now. For a guy who's got a reputation for being hard to deal with, <laughs> business-wise. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. He's, he tends to... And, and speaking of Ali Park... That's he, the big um, news we were referring to Yeah, the to big earlier. news. I think about a week ago, he um, showed up at... Um, Hijo Santos press conference for his Todo por el Todo show, mm-hmm. and he did one of his grandstand challenges, wanting to face Dr. Wagner Jr. in another mask match. Yes, and he asked Santo to be the one in charge of running the show because it was his show, and um, so everybody was like, "Oh!" And then he mentioned that he was gone from AAA. Kind of, I don't know if he mentioned it or he kind of like made it under. Stood that there was something about well, that. Well, I remember hearing rumblings about that. that he had, he kind of, yeah, I think more or less he said that he was, he was independent. He didn't really say he was gone from AAA. And then everybody like started wondering because AAA is part of that. AAA and CMLA both have a deal where Santo can't, um, wrestlers can't work with Santo right. in Mexico. In the US, it's kind of become a little more freer. So um, everybody started wondering, well, does that mean he's gone from AAA or what's going on? So everybody was wondering what was going on. And that was the big scuttlebutt for about a day. Everybody was just like, what's going on here? What's going on? So then um, Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday or was it yesterday? What was it? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was what happened yesterday? Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, um, I think early morning, one of the guys who reports for Medio, Tem- Medio Tiempo, um, Apollo Valdez, he writes out um, that he just visited um, Facebook. <laughs> I guess he saw it on Facebook. Right. He's like, and Ali Park just quit, um, announced that he quit AAA. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to read, I got this off the Lucha World blog, the quote that you put up about what L.A. Park said about the situation. Uh-huh. And he said, AAA is and will be a great promotion, but I am a hippie, and I like to have my freedom to do whatever I want. And now I must continue treading his own road. This is so cool. He's like a poet now. <laughs> he is a hippie. I, he's got to start going to the ring to... Ooh, ooh. We have to write Paulina Cardigan and get permission for him to do the hippie song from Argentina. The hippie, hippie, hippie soy. Hippie, hippie, He's got to do something. Soy. Well, that's why I was singing the Grateful Dead song at the beginning of this is because L.A. Park 
is one of my favorite wrestlers ever now. He's a hippie. And that that that, that was so funny how he he thanked everybody in AAA. He said he thanked them. He he actually apologized for being such an ass. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes because wow. he said he's hard to deal with. You know you don't you, like, don't, you don't hear because I mean we've heard I mean I've heard he's a diva a bit a, a lot uh-huh. of the time. Him and Doctor Wagner and I think it happens with a lot of the guys who are older and have want, made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They kind of have that mentality still today that hey we're stars right we should be treated this way. Whereas younger guys are a little more like. They're still at that phase where they're still getting pushed. They watch their step. Yeah, unless they're a young guy who's already like knows he's the shit, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be like, "I want to be the number one guy." Right. He's gonna be like that. But I mean, L.A. Park and Doctor Wagner and Junior are like forty-seven years old now, so That's so weird to think. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because people. I'm fifty-one. I'm in denial about. Well, it. Nero Costas is what fifty or something like that. And to be in the shape, yeah, fifty, fifty-two, age. something like that. And he's married to Dallas Lacaribana, who's How? got a nice body. <laughs> How old is she? Mm. She's got to be in her, I don't know, like late, late 30s probably? Oh, okay, Early cool. 40s? That's cool. Yeah, she's got to be, I think she might be in her early 40s. Awesome. I remember, I think somebody mentioned it. Power once. to them wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah, but she sucks in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I haven't seen her. You've seen her wrestle, haven't you? Yes, I have, yeah. actually, yeah. You just don't want to comment on her because she's a Casas? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I bow to that <laughs> family. No negative, no negativity no towards the Casas I'm going to be in denial. Yeah, not yeah. even Danny Casas. <laughs> Who you, I'm sure you'll see at, at some point. Okay, I have not seen him, so I'm good. Yeah, now. you'll if you're now watching is he, is, IWRG, so is you'll he probably. Is he bad see him. or is he green? I haven't seen him in a while, oh, okay. so I can't tell you. And IWRG, I'm enjoying. Yeah, um, back to LA yes. Park. Um, well, he quit. So basically, all this stuff is going on, and they're doing this whole USA. They're gonna they're gonna expand to the US at some point. At least that's what Conan's mentioned. Yes. Dorian's mentioned, everybody's mentioned. And one of the other things that Conan had mentioned, and they actually announced like uh, what, like two months ago, mm-hmm. that they were going to have a brand split. Yes. Well, since L.A. Park had left and Dr. Wagner Jr. had left earlier, I thought, well, you know, maybe they're not going to do it. And it's been a while since it has happened. Well, then on Thursday, they announced that they did the brand split. Um, they split the promotion into two. Basically, it's it's split into two TV shows. Everybody's going to work together on one TV show, their main show, the Sin Limite show on Galavision or Televisa in Mexico. And the other brand, one of them will be in, um, on TVC Deportes as the Fusion brand. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is going to be on another network. I'm guessing it's going to be that one network that's um, the Televisa Deportes network. Okay. Or it's going to be the U.S. one. I have no the, idea. The Evolution? The, and that's the Evolution group. And the way they split it is so one-sided. And <laughs> yes. it's hilarious because Dorian Roldan is heading the Evolution group. Mm-hmm. And Dorian supposedly is the one that is causing all these problems for the family. He ends up getting everybody in his group. <laughs> and then um, Joaquin Roldan gets basically Phoenix. It's so <laughs> different. And it's not that I wouldn't want to see the Fusion so, group. But definitely, it, you're, but you're talking about popularity and who you want to push and who's a, you a know, star. I think you would want to see Fusion. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not somebody who's just thinking about the names. Right. I think you would enjoy seeing Fusion just because of the, like, first of all, they'll bring in, like, some of the young guys from IWRG, mm-hmm. and they'll bring in younger talent, too. That'd be awesome. And then they have, they'll probably come up with some of the wackiest looking groups ever. Oh, oh, matches, there. Matches just because they don't have enough of, to fill out the rest of the, of the group. Yes. And, um, and they have Phoenix. 
who's pretty good, and they have like? they have Dinastia, who's really good. Although Dinastia is not going to have anybody to wrestle because they have all the good, all the minis. It's basically I don't even know why they broke up the minis because there's really not. There's basically Dinastia and Mini Abismo Negro, right? And they broke those two guys apart. It's one on one side, and the other and the other uh, other promotion. Now, do you brand. have a sense of which group that they're going to push if they come into the U.S.? I mean, I think it's going to be the Evolution Group because that's the one with the big all the names. Yeah, because that that one has basically everybody. It has um, Cibernético, Paraguayo mm-hmm. Junior, um, Blue Demon Junior. Who else is that? On makes there? sense. They basically have everybody. The other group basically is just LA, um It's going to be La Parca, the other Parca, Parca Negra. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess the that's only, the weird one that they have those guys going into that. I know. I guess I was surmising uh, if they were trying to create because it sounds like they're trying to create. There's a lot of names that they show for an American audience. Like, yeah. it's like they they am I. Am I recalling correctly that they kind of want to book Lucha Libre for gringos on the American show? Yeah, pretty much. And that's what the, that's what AAA basically has so been. So I'm for. wondering, but I'm wondering if, they're, if they want to get a show that's in English, I'm wondering if they're thinking that they can create a whole new cavalcade of stars where, to casual fans, they might not know. And that's what moves. everybody's confused about, because everybody mm-hmm. thought that maybe they were going to bring in indie U.S. guys yeah. to fill out the roster. But then you look at the Evolution group, mm-hmm. and there's, it's already packed. Yes. It's already packed, so maybe it's the Fusion Group. I don't know. I mean, but the Fusion Group doesn't have anybody. It, you have to have a name on that group. And really, the two names are Ali, um, was, it's La Parca That's what I was thinking, La Parca. and Vampiro. And Vampiro, but Vampiro's not going to wrestle that often. Yeah. So it's like, so I'm guessing it's the Evolution Group that's going to end up being the one. And then I'm sure they're going to bring in, like, if a guy isn't known in the U.S. or in Mexico, maybe they'll bring him to the Fusion Group, have him work there, have him introduced to the Mexican Group get enough highlights off of that show and then use them on the evolution group at some yes. point afterwards cuz just because they're in, they're split doesn't mean they're not going to work in the on the with the main with the, you know on the main show and then like on the other you know it's kind of like Raw and SmackDown it's, right. there's going to only going to be so long before they they get back together again so i don't know it's it's it'll it's it's interesting it's, it's going to be a fascinating year for lucha it, it also tells me it also tells me that everybody i'm guessing all these guys on the evolution group probably realize that they didn't want to be on the Fusion show. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I see it. Because I think of all the guys, of all the big names, mm-hmm. I think the only one that wouldn't be a headache, headache mm-hmm. would be La Parca. Because he's already on, he's already a guy who's already been through like a lot of injuries. Yeah. He's more of a, probably a guy who wouldn't mind just staying in Mexico. Yeah, and well, you, know, you also know what a silly underdog type of guy I am. I, I, I'm more intrigued with the Fusion group because here's a bunch of guys who suddenly are going to get these pushes and that's the other thing. I mean, that's basically going to make Phoenix. A st- He's going to basically have to be the star of the promotion, yeah. Phoenix. Then you have the Inferno Rockers. It's not that bad. When you look at it, when you look, oh, there's no names. But then you look at it and it's like, okay, they have Phoenix. They have Dynastia. Inferno Rockers. Inferno Rockers. Stars. Yeah, those, they, guys those three guys. Great. They have Psycho Circus, which is, yeah, but they need a feud with them. Um, yeah, and they have to feud with somebody. Yeah. And um, they have La Parca Negra, who's a good worker. Octagon Jr., I mean, Pentagon Jr. Mm-hmm. Octagon Jr., there's another story with that guy. I've asked before, and I <laughs> He's... always forget, the nephew of. Who's Octagon Junior? Is that what you? Octagon Pentagon. Pentagon Junior is um, nephew of Espanto Junior. Um, no, I don't know who. I think he's um, I can't. Re- I'm sorry. There, there's another Espanto now, isn't it? Who's related to Espanto? Yeah, Espanto's in um, CMLL. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not not the gotcha. Pentagon Junior. Pentagon Junior is another worker. God, I feel old. Yeah, and um, yeah, the Octagon Junior thing that he still he still says he will come at some point to AAA, but he's booked everywhere, so. He's, <laughs> 
He can't. He just can't make it. Wrestlers. He's like, well, I Wrestlers. mean, he's an Amer- he's an American guy. I mean, he's gonna. You're if you're in America, your number one goal is to make it to WWE. Right. And you're gonna want to make dollars, not pesos. You know. Yeah. I mean, as much pesos as I don't think AAA can match the amount of money they're yeah. they're gonna pay. I still, I still, I know I've said this a jillion times, but. I'm still kind of baffled at guys who want to make it big in WWE when, one, it's such, you know, you, I think they you just, get put in developmental forever and then maybe you now get it's a not show. that now it's not that often not, not that long because they don't have no, they don't have any they don't yeah, have any but, um, everybody's moving up now because it's basically not a lot of um, yeah but for every one person who moves up there's dozens and dozens they always yeah they always bring in new out. guys a bunch of new guys and uh, I I mean you, you won't make jillions of dollars but. It seems like I'm more fascinated to it, now more than ever. There's so many places to wrestle. I mean, other than back in the days of the territories. I mean, places to wrestle in Japan. I mean, there's even the U.S. Like the Indies. Now yes. there's there's more lucha promotions lately. Like and, not promotions, but just people running shows. Yeah, you won't get fabulously well. You know what I find funny? Much more. And we'll probably talk about this. What, I, what we'll talk about later is uh, Lucha Libre USA, and how they don't really bring oh, in any. Yes. They they really didn't bring in any top talent, mm-hmm. any young talent. Like they didn't build anybody up. It's basically her and Kate Helms and guys who are it known. It feels like they came up with a good idea for a promotion and never knew what to do with it. Yeah, never yeah. said, "Okay, where do we go with this?" Um, well, basically, that's the. That's the big story for um, AAA with um, their roster splitting. And how is uh, what is the sitch with CMLL these days? CMLL running tournaments as always. Actually, ah! they're, they're having big show tonight, which of course now people are going to ask because why we're doing a show tonight? When it's Friday running. night, guys. It's, it's the show's starting to take place right now. It's hard. Yeah, it's actually probably going to start in another hour. Or is two. it? Is it a three-hour time difference? What's the time? I don't difference? know the time difference. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the Cubs fans' job. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. that's who I that's who I go to like when I need to know like okay, the time. Cubs fan, you must email us. You understand? Well, it's kind of late now. I mean, <laughs> well, email us anyway, Cubs fan. We need the attention. <laughs> um, We're lonely. They're doing tonight. They're doing a show where it's Mystico. Versus Averno, mm-hmm. with the winner getting the that uh, I think it's the welterweight one of the welterweight titles, the one they took off Titan. The now one they Averno beat on. and Ver- Averno could make Mystico shine. Yeah, but I mean, he I think he's not that ready. But mm-hmm. they they're they're charging so much money for him. They need to make him a star, basically Mystico. Right. So they're There's they're trying no to do that. Back. Yeah, and they're what they're doing is they're doing Averno on Friday, and then on Sunday. It's Volador Jr. versus Mystico Two in a singles match, so they're they're two uh, they're both assigned to make Mystico Two look good. Wow! I I now last time I saw Mystico Two, he's not that bad. I actually he's saw. not gonna no. I like him. I like he, him. I feel bad for him because he's put in such an awkward situation. And he's not that bad. But here's the thing: Titan's better. Mascara mm-hmm. Dorada's better. <laughs> La Sombra's better. <laughs> yes. Um, well, that's why I feel bad for him. Cometa is better. Valiente is better. And back when the first Mystico, there weren't a lot of... Like, you had Santo Negro Casas were really the only guys who were ahead of him. Yeah. And maybe, like, there were some other young guys. But it wasn't... Like, now it's like... Like, if you look at Mystico 2, he's basically, like, in the Super Halcon um, and Ombre Bala Jr. level. That's really, a good way to like, put it. I, I, the reason I feel bad for him is, is when I see him, it looks like he's really trying. You know who people, I think? People boo and jeer him yes. mercifully. And you know who I think is better than him, than Mystico 2 right now? Who's that? Oro Jr. I, oh, yes. Have you we seen his finisher? Dor- his, the, he, he named his, fir- his finisher. No, I It's I, called La Dorada. Oh. Which, of course, you're going to be like, wow, another Dorada. <laughs> another. <laughs> Why well, I might have seen it? Describe it. Um, it's the one where he climbs on the guy's um, 
on the back, mm-hmm. and he he grabs the guy's um, arm mm-hmm. into like a submission hold. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think you've seen it. I have. I saw him once. Uh, we in fact we're talking about this a few. I think yeah, we talk about. He is damn good. Yeah, I. He's. I think he's still like you. Still need like another year to just get him like. Yeah. A little more prepared. And for. Those, but I think he's actually he's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for somebody at this stage, he's he's a really him and Soberano Junior. Because Soberano Junior also he had a match where I thought, man, like a, like months ago, like last year. Where I thought, man, this guy's way out of his element. But yeah. now he's kind of gotten better. Well, and I have to I have to say, for those of us old enough to remember the original Oro, there's something, how do you say, almost sentimental and wistful when you see him do that patented Oro backflip. Um, really? Yeah. That. A lot of the stuff he does is like, you're just thinking, man, this guy's going to be another Oro. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you don't want it to. But you, but you yeah. remember how Oro did that? Because he even has like the same look. Like yeah. The, he's not as, he's still thin, a lot lighter than him. But he's still even like the the skin tone and everything. He exactly. just reminds me of Oro. It's like fuck. I really hope. Uh, I, I really wish they'd stop places. from. I, I do. I wish they wouldn't bring it up so much. But you know, bring up Oro dying. Yeah, that's, every time he wrestles, which is kind of like it's I know kind that's of a bummer. Not cool. But I mean, it's fine if they bring it up, but not all the time. I mean, it's it's, it's a cool. I, I mean, now it, now how is he related to Oro? He he's actually. I think he's the. The nephew or something. Okay, that's what. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought I yeah, heard. Something like that. I mean, you know, this probably sounds corny as hell, but what a testimonial! I mean, what a. I mean, well, all these guys who have done the oral gimmick have turned out pretty decent, like yeah, Mike Segura and all those this guys. This guy is like, I, I hope he keeps the gimmick. I hope he keeps it. Oh, freelance is in the AAA um, Evolution site. No way. Yeah, that's so one of my favorite names yeah, for a freelance. wrestler ever. You've seen him. You've seen him work a little more often now, right? Yes. Not the old tapes, not the old DVDs <laughs> I gave you and you never watched. No, no. I think you might have seen him back then, though. Like, I think I, I showed you a clip of him once. I don't recall yeah. how he was back yeah. then. Short little Mexican guy. Yeah, as long as his yeah. name is Freelance, I'm yeah. fine. I love, that, I love that name. You should have, you they work? should have him, like, writing. <laughs> I know. It's supposed to be him, him typing, <laughs> Freelance. And then, like, him zooming out, like... <laughs> Or that old, remember that old, uh, who was it, Stephen J. Connell, or who was it, the guy who used to do the A-Team and stuff like that, where it would be like, it would, or like those shows in the 80s, where it would be like a typewriter. And oh, then like, or, or, or Kolchak the Night Stalker it, when he's typing late And then like, it would, it would end, and it, the, he would move the, the, the thing, that, that thing, I don't know what it's called, that had, hold, held the paper. It would, yes. it would let it go. The roller, and then the, yeah. yeah, the roller. Yes. The, 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 the paper would fly, and then it would turn into like a, like a feather or something. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, oh, and Freelance, we could have him feud with a guy named Under Contract. <laughs> that would be bitching, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, right now, CML... Oh, they're also doing um, their Gran Alternativa finals, mm-hmm. which is going to be um, Bobby Zavala teaming with Ray Scorpion. Ray versus, Scorpion, who rocks. Yeah. And... Um, Who's the other team? Atlantis and Ombre Bala Jr., I think, is the other team. It's probably going to end by now, so it doesn't matter. Right? Okay, cool. <laughs> but, I mean... If there's the one, a tournament, I'm glad it yeah, end. They just do too many tournaments. Yeah, and, well, they were doing two at a time, like, this this yeah. year. I mean, it, it was like... they did, And then they also did, like, like Torneo Cyberneticos to crown new champions, too. Like, it, <laughs> well, they did that thing to rip uh, off Titan, uh, Titan also. Now, what, what, what are, we know how we feel about those tournaments. Do we know how the fans there feel about tournaments? I think, like, if you're, like, a diehard CMLL fan, mm-hmm. it's not going to matter. Right. Like, if you're a diehard... Because there's, there's certain... There's two different types of diehard wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Those who, like, defend everything right. their promotion does till the end. Yeah. 
they even when it dies, they say, "Well, it could have survived if this," <laughs> and they'll find reasons that it didn't that didn't involve like the wrestlers themselves or mm-hmm. the promoter the promotion. And then you have the fans who kind of are like they can see what's going on. Exactly, they can see that there's something wrong, and you know that's that's what I kind of I kind of look at CML that way, where mm-hmm. it's like some people. They, they're going to defend it. Others aren't going to. I know. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a staunch CML fan, but like have I you said s- before, I like it despite all the bumbling. Have you been watching any Thunder, recent Thunder? No, I haven't. Oh, man. He's awful. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually not that bad. As bad as, like, his first. That, that, no, that first. Guadalajara. Like the, I, I have never. I, okay, I've seen some super green guys. I don't think I've ever seen such a horrible debut. He's not. Never, a, ever. I think he's kind of. But the thing is, like, the weird thing is, like, this is a big guy and he's doing um, little man spots. And it's like, it doesn't That's work. Stupid. It's stupid. I don't think this guy wrestled. Like, I don't I don't believe that they did the six-year thing. Because I, I, don't, I don't even see, like, there's him. There's no way. I don't even see him having, like, fundamentals. Like, I mean, dude, I've seen, I've seen um, American guys who never wrestle Lucha mm-hmm. show up. And they can actually do some of the basic shit. I've seen little kids do better matches And it's like, guy. how the fuck is this guy, like, he, he can't do certain stuff. It's like. I don't think he's even trained for six weeks. Yes. I, I mean, that guy just... I think he just started training when he showed up. They, somebody probably I saw agree. him. He was probably on vacation in Mexico one day. <laughs> you know, a big bodybuilder dude. And somebody from CML was like, holy shit, there's that big dude. You should try wrestling. You'll make lots of money. Like a, oh, like, really? And then he started training. He stayed there for like... Like an months. old urban myth of, hey, you want to be in the movies, kid? Yeah, yeah, you know... We're going to make you, you a star. You, you used to hear stories about bodybuilders making into... Um, Wrestling because somebody found them like at a oh, the old, like in the uh, Florida in the Florida territory. Remember or, there was or remember in Venice Beach, Blassie saw Hulk Hogan flexing on the beach. And is that a story? Was that, that was one of the old. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't true, no, right? No, because I mean, there's there have been guys who actually made it that way. Like they showed up, they were bodybuilders. Or I mean, I'm told that's how it happened. Yes, but it's like it, you're you're watching this guy, and it's like holy crap, this guy just sucks. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I've seen guys who are green, and I, you know what? I, I don't. As long as they're not hurting people, I have no problem with people who are green if they're getting over. And there's, but this guy was just—he's gonna have to work with Negro Casas like every single show. Oh, Negro Casas! Yeah. Give him a pay raise yeah. if he does. Have you watched that anniversary, the Arena Coliseo anniversary mm, show? Nope, I've watched almost nothing. Yeah. The, only, the only thing I've seen—it has her- Cubs fan recorded it, but with no sound. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Really, I watched it on live on Terra. Oh, wow. But um, the the Black Cherry match with Negro Navarro, oh, that was really good. Is that it was on really YouTube? good. Yeah, it uh, is. It, yeah. The only problem is it doesn't have the sound, and you need the sound because it starts with Black Cherry and Averno. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because um, the guy who does um the 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 camera work and the website for um mm-hmm. CMLL, as soon as uh, Averno's rustling, he's like, and you guys said he couldn't, he wasn't a maestro. And it's like it's like I don't think I think a lot of people were just viewing it as an age type of thing. Yes. Or like guys who actually trained, so they didn't really understand how Averno because Averno doesn't have a, a, a name as a yeah. trainer. And um and so he was talking about that. But as soon as those two guys get out, and they 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 bring in Blue, Blue Panther and Negro Navarro, the fans just get all like really excited. Like you get like a little pop, like oh shit, it's on. Because <laughs> Negro, there's nobody like there's no old guy like Negro Navarro who could get like the whole. Shit's going to happen, you know, exactly. type of... Because he looks like he's going to... You never know what he could do. He looks like one of the... Yeah, he... he still looks like a... He just has that... And he, he looks like such a badass. Yeah, he looks like a badass. <laughs> you know? I wish they... Bring, I, 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 as soon as I saw him, I was like, God, they got to bring these guys in more often. And, and you see some guy who looks like such a badass do these just beautiful technical moves. Yeah, it's... Like, it's and him and Blue Panther were just like going back uh, and forth and it's just amazing. Then they bring in Shocker and Viano 4. <laughs> 
<laughs> they weren't that bad. They were actually pretty good. But it's funny because um, Shocker looks as fat as Viano Four, and I kind of wrote, I kind of wrote. Now you see why they brought in Shocker. They needed somebody to match <laughs> yeah, the weight yeah. of Viano Four. But they, they, it was a really good match. It was, they they th- they they threw in money, but then like oh. afterwards, you kind of see Negro and Navarro going. And like getting money, like demanding money, because I think they were—I think they were going to give the money to um, Ray Mendoza Jr. Oh, very for nice. the mo- the money he lost. In yes, on that his, one show. Yeah, the one show. That match was pretty bad, but the Ray Mendoza match <laughs> in Arena Coliseo. Oh, and then the following week—I think it was the following week or a week after—they had a Relevos Increíbles match on that show. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell you, CMLL. That's what I hate about CMLL. They have the ability to come up with something creative, but it's only like one shot type of thing. Yes, and then like all of a sudden you're like, oh, there, there, there it is, is. there it, it is. Went. Yeah, it didn't have any storyline. It didn't build. It didn't bring in more people. It was the one shot deal. It had like maybe a few people that showed up, and the few people that watched, and that was it. They got they the, had they had they they have the right uh, the right idea, but the wrong idea mm-hmm. of how to how to push. Yeah, it. they had a they had a trios match where they had Averno and Mephisto teaming with Maximo mm-hmm. as. A team, yes. Versus, um, I think it was Sombra Mystico two. Mm-hmm. No, was it Sombra? I'm trying to think. It was a Sombra. Yeah, I'll get back to him. Mystico two and Volador Junior. And um, I think it was Sombra. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, if it wasn't Sombra, somebody can correct me later, or I'll yeah, check later. It's, it's all. It was Sombra. It's the same. Yeah, it's Sombra. Sombra. It's all shadowy. <laughs> it's it's all way. shadowy. I can't shadowy. Remember. I'm uh-huh. too lazy to look Did for it. You hear that, Umberto Zambrano? <laughs> I'm too lazy to look for it. <laughs> and yeah, that's okay. But, but, but tell, yeah, well, basically, the, basically, what happened was um, they actually worked a technical match. Really? Thinking you think that they were gonna they worked the match where it was gonna be like. You think, okay, they're not going to get along with the other guy on the mm-hmm. team. So for about much, most of the match, Volador Jr. worked as a technical with his technical team. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maximo worked as a Rudo with the Rudos. How cool. So Maximo was actually cheating and doing all the shit to, like, cost his team. Here it is. Oh, that was pretty quick. I found it so quickly. He's on the laptop if yes. you people out there in podcast. And it was Valiente. Valiente. Yes, it was awesome, Valiente. Yeah. He was awesome. Yes, and he was awesome. Because I remember Sombra was in, um, I think it was in El Paso, actually. Mm-hmm. Or Juarez or someplace. And, um, yeah, that was a really good match. They um, they had him work. Um, he worked Rudo for much of the match. Maximo worked Rudo for much of the match. Mm-hmm. Then Volador Jr. has a technical. They're building it to the very end. Maximo screws up and hits Averno. So you think, oh, Averno's going to get pissed at Maximo. Yes. No. He, they continue the match. Volador Jr. gets in. Mystico screws up and, and ends up hitting um, Volador, Volador Jr. So then you're like, okay, maybe he's not going to do anything either. So then they end up pinning Mystico too. Mm-hmm. Maximo and all of them, they do this. They, Volador Jr. comes back in and starts beating the shit out of uh, <laughs> Mystico oh too. Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so they're that's building awesome. they're building a Sunday feud between them too. So ne- this Sunday is going to be their... Very Their cool. next match. Very. That was a really good match. Awesome. Yeah. Did you watch any CMLL? No, nothing. I have watched nothing since uh, before going to Callfire Alley. I have, I have been um, doing nothing but kind of working and oh, running errands goodness. and going home. And I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I have a lot of catching up on my wrestling watching to do. 
And for all you old Slam and Stan fans, no, I have watched no WWE in a long time. And or TNA, even or less. TNA, even less TNA. And, you haven't watched WWE lately? Not really. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, you know. How about that Undertaker? <laughs> I heard he equals ratings. Yeah, so he's really him. good. Uh, no, I'm, I'm still curious about whenever there's an Alberto Del Rio angle of any kind. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still on his bandwagon. Um, no, I'm, re- I'm really... I'm, so you haven't been seeing Antonio Cesaro yodeling? No, people hate it. That could actually And he's jobbing, though, which is the problem. Like oh, The yodeling, I, I mean, yeah, it's stupid. The yodeling could actually drive me to uh, WWE. If he was yodeling a lot... See, I like Santino. it. I like yodeling. I've yeah. mentioned how I like yodeling, but it's like... It's a jobber thing. You Basically, the yodeling is something a job... Oh, you haven't been following Fandango either, right? No, Fandango. but I'm hearing that he actually... What, initially it's sound basically like... a, a UK thing. It's not working. Oh, it's not working <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, it's not. Oh, because I not. heard a lot of people it's, like it's it. Very, it's, very, it's, it's more of a UK thing where the fans over there really like it. And over here, I think people kind of... I think some of them kind of think, Oh, yeah, we saw it on Raw. Right. It's cool. But then someone's like, yeah, it's actually not that cool. What I'm hearing is, is it's, <laughs> it's not mixed. It's nearly mixed. as stupid as it initially looked. It's actually not that stupid. Like, yeah. the, the, the Fandango character isn't that bad. I actually kind of like it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, but then again, I'm a lucha guy. Right. You know, you, you, we've seen Latin Lover. We've seen all these dudes who dance. And I always dug those guys. And you know, it's weird because <laughs> this is the other funny thing. Uh-huh. Conan, you know how he always shits on all the stripper gimmicks uh-huh. and all that stuff? Uh, they came up with a new group called Los Mireyes. What is Mireyes? Mireyes are basically um, these, like, Mexicans kind of metrosexuals. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But um, guys who, like, hang out with, like, whatever girl they can find uh-huh. just to look like they're cool and stuff like that. Right. So they're, they're, they're supposed to look trendy. But they also do, like, the stripper thing. So it's basically Toscano, Elegido, and Alan Stone. Awesome. And it's actually Bitchin'. a cool trio. It's a cool trio. But, um... So they put them on the evolution group also, which is also Conan's. <laughs> so awesome. that, that cracks me up. I, I always thought in Mexico the stripper gimmick worked better than anywhere. See, I, I, can, I can understand people kind of un- being annoyed by it, like when somebody really likes it and it kind of gets annoying mm-hmm. when you hear somebody like constantly bring it up. But I kind of like get it because it attracts, first of all, good looking dudes are always going to attract more women. Yes. And the more women, it means more more dudes are going to show up at the Every time El does the spot where he strips down, the women just. I dig the music. I actually don't like the dancing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's weird. Like, I actually, the only, I like his entrance. When he gets his trunks, I like the girls. I don't like that. But I like, I actually dig the the way they have it, like the the music. Mm -hmm. Because it starts with that uh, more of a, like a, like a, like a techno, like a, just a straight beat, uh-huh. and all of a sudden it's a dance music. You yes. know, like, and I actually dig the, that song for yeah. some reason. But I, I, I mean, that's one of the things that I, I think has been such a strong suit of AAA is there is something a little something for every kind of fan there. And you could kind of tell that Conan isn't like he's not the final say in the everything because right. I'm pretty sure some of the stuff he wouldn't like want. Like I think yeah. he's more of a guy who wants like more serious wrestling, yeah, exactly. work rate, more exactly. more like that. And I mean, Mireyes are still around. Or you and I, we like it as the Exoticos. The Exoticos are still mm-hmm. around. I mean, they have that black the, um, Mamba, Mamba now. Yes. Black Mamba. Um, they have Bungabilia, who I think is kind of an Exotico too. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think I have not seen Bungabilia. There was another one. There was one in um, in CM um, in IWRG, but he changed his name to Chicano. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because of that guy. <laughs> he probably had him <laughs> change his name. 
but yeah, he's actually. I haven't seen him that much, but I've seen. I take him. it as Chicano. He's not. Mamba's like, great. Mamba's great. Mamba really? actually. Um, oh, you didn't see the show. I was gonna tell. You. If you ever, if you saw the show last year, they had a, a Father's Day show mm-hmm. where the, not the not the Ring Girls, but the CMLL Luchadoras, mm-hmm. they danced. Oh no way! The person that choreographed the dance was Mamba. Really? The, and now he wrestles for AAA. Interesting. Yeah, he kind of he's kind of one of those dudes that kind of looks like a girl. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a like a creepy thing. He where, has that androgynous. Yes, thing. where it's like, oh my god, he kind of looks like a girl. <laughs> it's like I, like I I can imagine he kind of like um Eureka. Eureka kind of looks like um Rosie Moreno. So kind of like if you were if he was dressed met, uh, like in a unisex style, you'd wonder guy girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He kind of he kind of has that look. Like <coughs> cool. you see you see that he's kind of changed his mm-hmm. features. Like, cause, cause he used to look more like a guy before, but now he kind of looks more like a, I think he's kind of done more, um, probably doing some sort of, I'm mistaken for a girl over the phone all the time. Are you? Yeah. The, no, I'll pick up the phone when it rings and ma'am, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, is this Mrs. Brown? Oh, jeez. No, this is Mr. Brown sugar plum. Yeah. I think my dad gets that too sometimes. Ah, I'm glad I'm not the yeah, only one. I don't get that. <laughs> it, 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 I always try to speak up louder, like, no, hello. No. <laughs> You know, I did that for a while, but I, I said, ah, I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. It's, there's there's better things to be worried That's about. That's why when you answer the phone, you go, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, the funniest thing that happens is, you know, with my hair being long again, is yeah. uh, at least twice a month I'll be at the grocery store, and as I'm checking out uh, the kid bagging the groceries, you know, he's looking at the groceries, but he sees me out of the corner of his eye, so he says, it says, uh, need, do you need help out uh, to your car, ma'am? <laughs> and then he looks at me more directly and goes, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, it's like, you can tell you're not just from the face. I know, I, mean, I know. And I'm that, just like, God, don't worry I could understand dude. if you didn't have like a like a stubble or anything, or like, you know, a little bit of a... Yeah, I say, I say no, that, you got, you... he'll apologize and say, I, I, he apologizes and I just say, ah, don't worry about it, buttercup. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's just one of those things where they... What was I talking about? <laughs> All of a sudden, we're like, "What?" Yeah, we, we're, get, we're, we're getting into. Yeah, we're, we're uh, talking about Black Mamba for some reason. Black Mamba into yeah. well, we're talking about his. Oh, the 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 CM the Triple A crew. Yeah. Oh, the Mireille's thing and all mm-hmm. that stuff. We're talking about Fandango, so it's like I think we can accept. We're more accepting to the whole dancing thing, whereas like yeah, exactly. And plus, they brought in like they brought in one of the girls that um, Russell's. To be his valet, also. Right, so. right. So and, and she, you know me, silly. I love silly. Yeah, the. That's basically the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the uh, shield is everything else. Okay, so, so between now and next show, we gotta uh, get Paulina Cardi Yon to hook up with uh, on the phone or by email with La Parca, and I mean not La Parca, LA Park, and get him to use the hippie me- soundtrack music from Titani Sinel Ring. Too many Parkas. Too many Parkas. Too little time. You know that's <laughs> what it is. You know, we should talk about Lucha Libre USA folding. That's right. Although I don't know if it is. But it looks like it's on. <laughs> they the canceled. They canceled some shows. Mm. Um, yeah, like Conan said, they had a they they could have had a better business plan, mm. and kind of didn't want to talk to the certain people that could actually help them out. So that's a shame. And you know, here's the thing: if you're gonna run a wrestling promotion, here's the thing: just because maybe you don't know that person, you don't know what he's done. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with how they run their business, but it's always good to talk to that to somebody who's actually done something in wrestling. Oh, exactly. I mean, just giving the devil the due. You, you keep your mind open and your ears open. You, you, you don't want to rule stuff out. I mean, I think, and you know, a lot of the 
up and coming so called big lucha promotions that it's almost like you can almost tell when they're doomed to fail now. Yeah. Like really early on. It's like they're, it looks like they're Unless you have like a good, you have a good money mark, then you're pretty much safe. Yeah. Well, even then, I. For a while. For yeah. A while. I mean, there's a lot of promotions that started off with a money mark and uh, still the people using it didn't know what they're doing or, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd hate to be the one who had to start up a promotion. I, I think it's a lot of, a lot of work. It takes a lot of, um, how do you say? A and, lot of passion. But you know, see, the thing is, like, if it's us, it's an in, uh, indie level. Basically, people That's are going to people want are going to expect something small. If it's somebody like us or somebody like who's not a a, a corporation. Oh, my passion! This is, yeah, the, my, the Lucha Libre USA had a backing of a corporate uh, a guy who had money. Yes, and they still fucked it up. Right. They had MTV two. They had, and since the very moment the MTV two was in it you knew they were gonna fail right like i told you i talked to that one dude who had no idea what was going on it was like it was one of those things where he kept on asking me what was going on yeah there were pretty and much it's like, an invisible yeah. promotion and, and that's the other thing if you don't have communication even if it's an intern mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know what you're doing yeah you gotta like be able to tell the people it, what it seemed like on. there was no inspiration there there was no passion i mean it's, i don't know what other you, you were to use but it just seemed like it, oh it we're just, gonna do a lucha promotion Let's and it wasn't lucha up. it wasn't even lucha i mean when you think lucha in the U.S., you're thinking AAA and what they do are CMLL. You're thinking Mask. You're thinking all this. Else. You're not thinking like Marco Corleone as your number one guy, mm-hmm. which I mean, nothing against Marco because I think he's great. He's, yes. he's a talented, wonderful guy, you know, everything. But I mean, he's not He's not what I think when I think Lucha Libre. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not your he's main. Part of the, he's part of the show. He's exactly. A, he's a headline guy, I understand, but he's not. When I think Lucha Libre, I'm thinking like Santo. Blue he's Dean, not your flagship Blue guys who are masked. By any man. Yeah. Not, I'm not thinking Lee's Mark Jr. either. Well, it's funny, and this is... <laughs> it was Lee's Mark Jr. who was like lazy. Yeah. <laughs> lazy Jr. La- lazy Jr. Lazy Mark Jr. Yeah. Lazy Mark. Yeah, but... Uh, well, and again, this is an indie level thing, but the way the Lucky Pierre gimmick was born is because Frankie D and I were uh, wrestling each other on some TV taping. Again, people who invested a ton of money to make a really professional TV taping that never aired. Um, yeah. But it was supposed to be Vandal Drummond versus Frankie D. And the promoter was, oh, but you're supposed to do a Lucha Libre match. And I'm going, oh, yeah, he wrestled, I, we both wrestle Lucha style. And he just, is, he says, but you don't have masks. <laughs> and we're trying to explain to him what Lucha style is. And he goes, no, no, Lucha Libre means masks. Yeah. And this was the guy running the show. Yeah, uh, and, that's, and that's that's when I saw. And when, there's people, I, I bet you there's people with a lot more money than that. There's, guy still there are that. a lot of people who hate that there aren't masks. Like certain guys don't wear masks in right. Lucha Libre because it doesn't fit what their their description of Lucha Libre is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody's unmasked, they can accept that guy. It reminds me of indie promoters in the 1980s who the first thing they did is they got a blonde bodybuilder who looks kind of like Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because that was the the big yeah. thing. Yeah. We're gonna have a, we're gonna be a big promotion. Yes, we're now. a big promotion now. Yeah, but um, like with Lucha Libre USA, even I the, I think I only watched the first season of of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even when I would watch, it's like, okay, basically, I'm wasting my time watching this. Because the only thing I really wanted to watch was Pequeño Halloween's um, trying to seduce um, Rebby Sky, basically, Mm -hmm. Rebecca, whatever her name was on that show. And it was like, that was basically it. Everything else was like, the matches weren't that great. Mm -hmm. Masquerita Dorada would be on once in a while. That was like the exciting thing. But then like, there was nothing else on it. But no great matches and no entertainment factor to to replace the uh, no great matches. Yeah, and it... I mean, it wasn't even as good as that um, Triple L show that 
aired on Telemundo for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually not a bad show, but it just didn't have anything. It didn't have any backing or anything. Mm-hmm. And I Triple A back then was a shame it didn't have backing from these people. And then Triple A, I mean Triple A back then isn't Triple A now, where it's like mm-hmm. they have more names. I mean Pena was basically bringing in like he basically had all his names, like mm-hmm. the guys he created, and that was basically it. But I mean, they had a show here in Ontario. I didn't even think about going. I you didn't think. Did I? I was I you know I I briefly thought you know I thought of and they had Strongman on the show. That was the only yeah, reason. That's, that's how. Strongman was on the show, and I still didn't want to yeah. go. Uh, yeah, and I think it was the day I was heading up to go to Cauliflower. Yeah, yeah, because I told you that. If, I there think. Were more, if it was more intriguing, I probably would have stayed and left for Cauliflower later. A later. And you know what that would have meant, Fredo? That I would have gone? You would have gone because <laughs> I wouldn't have driven you home. You didn't, you, you didn't, think, dad, you didn't yeah. think about that. You didn't think about that. That's you right. failed. <laughs> it was your own damn fault. Well, there's next year, and uh, you heard what he said earlier, Maybe. ladies and gentlemen. That Fredo said, he, I Maybe. will definitely go to Cauliflower Maybe. Alley next oh, year. Oh, we have to talk about the other thing. Uh-oh. We have to talk about Mexico. What? Your oh, Dave Meltzer, yes. the Dave Meltzer story. I... T- I, pr- I Saw Dave Meltzer Cauliflower Alley at the banquet. You know the funny thing I should mention this. Okay. Um, right before that, like I think two weeks prior to the to your discussion, mm-hmm. or probably a week prior, I got asked if I would be interested in going to um, Mexico City, and I thought, well, you know, I mean, besides financially and stuff like that, you know, you got to think about this stuff way ahead. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought, you know, not really. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> something because it's like you know, there's a lot of factors behind it besides not being somebody who enjoys flying. Getting on a plane. That's I'll the other get, thing. I'll get some stones. Yeah, you'll, you'll knock me out. You yeah, know, I'll get some stones from Darvon. Yeah, but you know, then there's the other thing about Mexico City. I mean, yeah. a lot of people in Mexico City or in Mexico don't realize that there's a Mexico City. It doesn't matter if it's Mexico City, Monterey, mm-hmm. TJ, Juarez. We all think it's a scary. We all think it's all gang invest, invested, cartels everywhere. Yeah. You know, we all think that. There's nothing you're going to tell us. So it's like we have to think about this carefully. So then. I had actually said, no, I really hadn't thought about that. And then you end up going to Vegas and talking to Dave, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I was talking with Dave Meltzer, and I, I just mentioned, I mentioned, hey, it'd be kind of cool to go if if the Atlantis versus Ultima Guerrero uh, card comes off for the anniversary show. It'd be fun to go. And he just lit up, like, yes, wouldn't that be great? I went, yeah, it would be. And I told him, I told him, and what would be so cool is Fredo will come with us because he speaks Spanish. You know, and uh, so it, it, you got your passport? <laughs> no. Oh, get your passport. I better get it. <laughs> get it. Seriously, it'd be fun. And it's not like we're going to get off at the airport and go for a long walk down a dark street and look for if I, if, taxis. If, if, I'm taxis. The one, if I'm the one in charge of finding out where these places are, we will be going in dark alley. <laughs> And Fredo will say in Spanish, these two gringos hate you and they hate everything. These guys are the gringos. Yes, yes. I am your friend. They are not. Uh, But But it would be interesting. I mean, I think it would be fun. We seriously. If it's Atlantis versus Ultimo Girl, it would be something. It would be a historic match. It would be the biggest match since Atlantis versus um, Viano Tercero. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and and if this match does come off, and if it is a big gate, if Atlantis is not in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to be really pissed off. I think Dave's just going to write him in if he goes to the show. <laughs> I think so. I, I hope I, so. Yeah. I think we'll, if we end up going, we'll be sitting there, and we'll just be telling Dave, you might as well just write his bio. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a hunch. I have a hunch that we're not going to be the only gringos going if it comes up. I, I really think this would be... 
This I, would be like the the Lucha World convention. Yeah, exactly. That's what it would <laughs> the, be. The Lucha World, Lucha Libre, Lucha Blog. Hey, Lucha Blog. We should Lucha get Cubs. Blog. Fans. Yes, yes, yes. Cubs, if Cubs fan goes, I will go. Yes. Okay. We're we're. Okay. <laughs> he ain't going. I'm gonna. Well, I don't I'm know. I'm gonna write go. him. I'm gonna write him. I'm gonna write him tonight an email of De- dearest. The Cubs fan. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Cubs fan. Yeah. Is, is your name Cubs fan or fan the, Cub? The, or the Cubs fan. El, 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 el aficionado de los cachorros. And you'll be like, please come to Mexico. Yeah, please, Mr. <laughs> please come to Mexico. And then you'll start, um, you'll start recruiting every single person just to make sure there's enough gringos. Totally. There, you know what? I was thinking we should try to get enough gringos to go so we could actually build like a little fort around each oh, us. Oh, that would be... <laughs> like if something happens, we won't get hurt. <laughs> Am I right? That's what we got to do. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, well... Well, that's why we got to go to some of these lucha shows then meet some of these guys. So, the, we, so we are in... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be in good terms with, like, like girl Maya Jr. and all these exactly, guys. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We want to be on their good side. Yeah, um, make sure they, they'll protect us. Okay, well, we covered a lot, and yes... Yeah. There's lot. actually another big show on May 19th that you probably would want to go to. What's that? Um, there's a show called... It's um, It's... Booked by a group called Chilanga Mask mm-hmm. out of Chicago. It's like a it's like a clothing company. That's a cool name. Yeah, and um, they're running a show in like Coliseo Cuacalco, mm-hmm. which is like this really like it's an outdoor type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> the the show is basically like an all star type of show. It's featuring CML guys versus indie guys. It's got Negro Casas versus Negro Navarro as the main event. Oh, yeah. I would and then there's Black Terry versus um, Arcángel de la Muerte. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, Rush versus Masada. Masada is a big Japan pro wrestling CCW type of wrestler. Rockin'. Who's a garbage wrestler. Totally rocking with Rush. I don't mean garbage in a bad way. Garbage, yeah. garbage in that, that's, that's the style. style. That's yeah. the style. Rush. Which oh there was a match that Rush had mm-hmm. he did the he did the foot stomp on this dude uh-huh. double foot stomp on this dude and then he just sat on him <laughs> he just sat on him for the pin just sat on him like and I thought man he's got to do that to Masada that's got to be the finish like Masada like holding like light tubes oh my god and then him just foot stomping him and then just sitting on him to end it I like, love it Rush is so very rocking and then they have Traumas versus Valiente and Virus nice there's another match that's featuring Stuka Jr. There's a women's match, which is Silhouetta, Chick Tormenta. Silhouetta versus Chick Tormenta mm-hmm. versus Christina Von Eri. Okay, but no... I think you've seen Christina Von Yes, Eri. I have. Yeah. But no Amapola. No Amapola, that, which would have no been a big coup for them. I think the person that's promoting is um, the dude who used to run on... Um, not run, but was part of DTU. Mm-hmm. One of the... Not... He was kind of like one of the underling type of guys. Like, not maybe not the guy in charge, but one of the guys okay. up there. And now he's the one handling... Gotcha. He's handling like a He's lot of the bookings me. and stuff like that, but it's, it look it looks really good. There's a lot of talent on the show. I think we should go. We should go to that show. We should go to that show, <laughs> and then after that show, we should go to Arena Mexico it's for the anniversary Mexico. show. Seriously, so if we go to Arena Mexico, it would just be that one day. Yeah, go to the show. You know, wouldn't well, you want to go to Arena Nacalpan? I'd love to. So we'd have to go like on a sun, Thursday and Sunday. Yeah, we'll figure we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll plan ahead. <laughs> you know what we should we'll plan do? Ahead. We should go on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Arena Nacalpan. Friday, Arena Mexico. Mm-hmm. Saturday, if there's a AAA show there would or an indie show. Yeah. Then um, Sunday, Arena Coliseo. Oh, you know what? Arena Coliseo. Or Arena Nacalpan. 
I've told this story so many times, but my dad tried to take me to Arena Coliseo in 1973 when I was 11 years old. Damn. You could have seen Alfonso Dante. Yes. Oh, everybody. Both, both Mata brothers were in a six-man tag. Dr. Wagner, Angel Blanco. Uh, it was an all-star wow. card. They didn't let kids in. Oh, right. I was so upset. I was so upset. Yeah, I remember. I think I just read something about that recently. On, and oh, somebody posted God. that. I, I was, oh, I was so angry. And... I've never forgotten that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I haven't grown out of that, so I still would. <laughs> so you're gonna, show. you know, what you got to do is you got to go. Mm-hmm. And instead of going in, you should park a bus in front of the Arena Coliseo, <laughs> so fans can't get in. <laughs> I'll be the only. The, one. the, the, the Tony Rivera. There you go. The There's Tony the, Rivera that's right, strike. The strike. Yeah, yeah. The strike. <laughs> you got to do oh that. Oh my god. No, and, I, I, and then but Monday I, you would go to Puebla. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. that and would... then we'd never come back because then Tuesdays are in Mexico. <laughs> we'd be like, holy shit, there's a wrestling every day. We are new like... residents of Mexico. Yeah. I would then start my own uh, website right That's there. That's right. And whenever you make a public <laughs> appearance, they would say, and now claiming to be from New Mexico, Alfredo Esparza. There you go. Okay, well, uh, there's our episode of Lucha World. We hope you cats had a great time and uh we will back re- be back really soon i'm gonna make a commitment let's see if i can if keep we, my commitment to watch some cml AAA, and iwrg and we might actually go to a lucha show at that point yes too. exactly there are some lucha we, there's shows a couple the there's socal area there's at least three or four within the next <laughs> two yes. weeks so we might actually go to one Very we'll good. definitely be going to mpw where we will be dr lucha's hair will be <laughs> getting shaved you guys must come to MPW and see me Valley May 18th. It'll yes. be totally rocking. Yes, Dr. Lucha will be bald that day. That's right. I said he'll have a mullet. <laughs> Not for long. We'll just probably like... I actually, I, I, I kind of don't want to do it because I feel bad for him. <laughs> but then he's the, one I that, think he's the one that wants to do I it. I think he's having a blast doing yeah, it. Yeah, he wants to do it. I told, I told him when I saw him, I go... I go you don't have to do it, and nobody's going to see oh, you. It, 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 the first thing I think of was when I was a kid, uh, Martin Cardigan started cutting one of the hippies' he- uh, hair. Uh, not one of the wrestling hippies, but they had a whole the, yeah, the, the fans, hippies. Yeah. And he grabbed one of the hippies and started cutting his hair to start a Cardigan versus hippie feud. Yeah. Speaking of which, there's a wrestler in Mexico called El Hippie. Yeah, did you have you seen a picture of him? I haven't. <laughs> I'll send oh, you send me one. Yeah. I want to see it. I've been intrigued. If you go on, um, you're on Twitter now, so um, mm-hmm. are you following Apollo Dantes? No, but I can. Yeah, follow Apollo Dantes. Mm-hmm. And he's he doesn't tweet that much, so maybe you could find it on there. Okay. If not, I'll just I'll just um yeah, I'll just, I would put, love I'll just to... send it to you. Yep. Yeah, he's got it on there. Awesome. You could tell Apollo Dantes how much you liked his yeah, dad. When I was a kid, there was two things I wanted to be when I grew up. Uh, I wanted to be either Harpo Marx or a hippie. And, <laughs> and you've accomplished being a hippie. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you, and, you and Alley Park had similar... similar <laughs> I, I am a hippie uh, bastard. Yes. Totally. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Uh, well, until next time. Have a great couple of weeks. We will uh, see you again really soon. Wait, I sound too much like Brian. Now you're never going to end. Okay. May the right hemisphere of the brain short circuit the left hemisphere. May the left hemisphere of the brain short circuit the right hemisphere. And bing, you're there. Take it easy.